The WNBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com to get started today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold hard cash in their new over under game head over to sleeper.com on your phone and join the sgpn group and sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to a hundred dollars that's sleeper.com slash sgp and make sure to download the sgpn app your home for all of our free picks and podcasts Yes, sir. We are back again for another episode of the WNBA Gambling Podcast. And because the scheduling gods want one day where everybody has a bunch of basketball going on. Ironically, the same day as game two is the NBA finals. I don't know if I like the scheduling spot. That probably should have had some games yesterday or maybe all of the games yesterday and took today off. But however, they gave it to us. We have a day where every team in the league is playing. Six games of basketball going on in the W today. I'm your host, Really Real, Villain Real, Terrell Furman Jr. And I got my guy, my co-host of the WNBA Gambling Podcast with me, Scott Reichel. Scott, what's going on? Nothing much. Doing pretty well. Uh, looking forward to all the basketball on today. And let's pick out some winners. Absolutely. And we have a lot to choose from. Six games worth from stuff. So it's going to be a bunch of content. We're going to pump through these games and get them out for the people real quick before they get started later today. All right. Before we do that, let's talk about WinBet's Bet $50 Win $200 promotion, where a $50 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. Plus, if you bet $500 on sports or casino before July 31st, 2022, you can win the ultimate fantasy football draft experience. They'll send you to Encore Beach Club in Las Vegas, including a two-night stay for you and your entire league. That is amazing, and multiple entries are allowed. So if you wager $1,000 on sports, then you're eligible for two entries into the draw. There is so much to choose from WinBet, and all you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started today. Offer such a change, terms, conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 order and present in the state where play through WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And Sleeper is the fastest-growing fantasy platform with millions and millions of players as game-changing product like no other. And now you can make money on their new over-under game. Super easy. Take a sport like basketball. Take the NBA Finals. Take a player like Draymond Green. Take his points or his rebounds or assists or all of them. And then you can bet over or under the number and select how much you want to wager. And you can win up to two times or 20 times the amount of money you put into the contest. Plus, if you use uh, code SGP by going to sleeper.com slash SGP, then you can tap into our group. There is a chat room. You can see all of our picks that we put into the contest. You And a tap of the button, you can copy them or you can fade them and play your own picks and talk a little smack and we can see who can all hit make money together. So 
so much to choose from and sleeper is just really really cool about this i had so much fun i have a contest going for the nba finals day two today and if you go to sleeper.com sgp they will automatically match your first deposit up to a hundred dollars that's right join our squad and get the hundred percent deposit match it's so much fun come in there see how many winners you can hit see if i can hit some winners i'm on a little bit of a slump i need to get some winners Terms and conditions apply. But see sleepers' terms and use for details. All right, Scott. Let's do this. Let's get through this slate. First up, we have the Minnesota Lynx and the New York Liberty teaming up for another game. The Liberty are laying three and a half this time. 156 on the total. All right. This is the second time this week we've seen the Liberty as a favorite. They just got a win down uh, being given 11 and a half points against the Misters last time we were out here. Are you drinking the Kool-Aid? Because it looks like the books are. I actually am. I'm going to take the liberty in this one. I'm just looking around the injury report. Both teams missing some players, but either way, Collier's still out for Minnesota. Uh, you can just really look at everybody else. Uh, Chan was still out, who isn't exactly a great player by any means, but that's still some forward depth. Uh, Dantas is still out. That's another center that is going to be out. Uh, should be coming back sometime the next week or so. And the issue that I have with Minnesota is the fact that, A, they are awful in general. B, they're terrible on the road. And when you're 1-5 on the highway and you get blown out repeatedly on the road, I'm not exactly a fan of of you in this spot. Now, I know these teams just played about two weeks ago or so, and they ended up beating the Liberty by six, but the game was competitive, and Minnesota outscored the Liberty 21-13 in the fourth. So the Liberty were actually in a very good spot to win the game. It just didn't work out. But I do like what I've seen from New York over the last couple of games. The fever, the fever win was really just a great spot, but beating the Mystics on the road, I think it's a somewhat of a big deal, at least for as a confidence booster for this team. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take the Liberty. I think at home they should be favored by more. I don't think that the Lynx are really any good, at least until Collier comes back, then maybe we can reevaluate, but I'm going to go with the Liberty. Yeah, no, I'm not taking the Liberty here. I'm taking the Lynx plus three and a half. I mean, you basically good points, and the Liberty are looking solid right now, but – this team is bad, just like the Lynx are bad. And I'm just going to side. I think I'd rather just side with the points when I'm playing these two bad teams. I know Minnesota's not really been that good on the road, but this is also a prime letdown spot for the Liberty. Coming back home after getting a huge win on the road against the Mystics, where they were heavily an underdog. So, I don't know. Can they put it together for a third straight? Possibly. I'm not going to 100% bet on it, but – I'll just take the three and a half. This is going to be an ugly game, and I don't think that um, either one of these teams are really that good at all. So, give me Minnesota. I, I'm I'm fading this Liberty team. I'm not gonna. I'm not on the Kool Aid. I'm not on the train just yet. I I have to see more. I have to see more. Yeah, that's fair. I just feel like with two bad teams, I'll take the team that has shown some signs of life over the last week, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, all right. Line for the total opened up at 163 and a half. It's sitting at 156. Do you have a play on that? Looks like everybody's on the under. <laughs> I was going to say not really. We follow the same rule in NBA, or at least that's that's a rule that I follow. If you miss a total by that much, just don't even bother. 
I would have liked the under. I'm not betting an under after a seven-point line move. That's just crazy. I, I'm. It's either stay away or I'll lean over, but yeah, I, I can't. You miss seven points, I'm not going to chase. Yeah, feel the same way. All right, on to the next game. This is going to be fun. We have the Indiana Fever versus the Atlanta Dream. Fever coming in at three and nine. Atlanta Dream is six and four. Dream are laying six and a half right now. Line opened up at seven, one sixty and a half on the total. Is stayed straight right there. All right. So for people that don't know, they probably should already know. Fever first half is your auto bet. I mean, I'm just going to continue to auto bet this for the rest of the season. They've been cashing this at an incredible rate. I can't remember the last time they actually lost a first half first half bet. But I'm going to just take my chances. And if it misses, I'm going to come back on it. And it's probably going to hit like three more times if it misses. So, hey, I'm just going to auto bet Fever first half because that seems like a really good trend that's been going on thus far. Otherwise, for the entire game, I don't know. I'm on Atlanta. I'm not giving the Fever enough credit that they're going to be able to keep up with this Atlanta team, especially coming off a loss at home. What are you thinking? Well, my criticisms for Atlanta before the last game was that they don't really beat many good teams, and it seems like they have taken advantage of the weaker teams on their schedule. And Atlanta did not cover against Chicago, so I was right about that one. But Mm -hmm. Atlanta hung around. They made a game out of it, and Chicago made a couple of plays late to put the game out of reach. I believe it was a one- or two-point game with maybe three minutes to go. So that oh, game it was, was like real. A one or two point game with like a minute and a half to go. Yeah, so the game really... was in the balance, and yeah. Chicago ended up winning. So I'm not going to be fooled by the final score. Atlanta hung around, and they've played Indiana twice already this season. They've won twice, won the first one by six on the road, then played again and won by 22. Now they play at home for the first time, and Atlanta's home court's pretty solid. So I'm going to go with Atlanta. I understand that Indiana can score a bunch of points. The issue is they give up a bunch of points, and mm-hmm. Atlanta scored 101 in the last meeting on the road. Now you're at home. I'll take a minus six and a half. I think that over the course of 40 minutes, Atlanta will wear them down with their offensive talent, and Indiana is just going to give up too many points. I'm going to go with the dream here, minus six and a half. Yeah, see – and we talked about my auto bet of the Fever first half. You have an auto bet here of Dream Team Total Oval over. I don't know if you see a line for that right now um, for that team total, but Indiana 12th in WNBA giving up 89.2 points per game. That's last place. And the Atlanta Dream are here 79.9, points per game. That's second in the entire WNBA. So it, The pace, they're both really fast on pace, first and third in the whole league in pace. It looks like the ball is going to be moving a lot. I'm on an over here. I think it's going to be a lot of points scored, but I think Atlanta is just going to absolutely blow hell's gates open when it comes to scoring because Indiana's just lack of defensive intensity at this point in the game right now. Yeah, Indiana's also 1-4. You can go through some of these losses. They hung around against Chicago, which Mm. is a bit odd. But besides that, they lost the Liberty by 13 last time out on the road. Played Connecticut, lost by nine. Played the Liberty earlier this season, ended up losing by six. And played the Mystics on the road, lost by 14. So they're a team that isn't most likely going to lose by 30. But I do think they will end up losing probably by around 10 mm-hmm. in this game. I think six and a half is just too short for a team that I view as being significantly better in the opposition, yep. especially at home. Yeah, and a team that's similar. beaten them twice already straight up, I'm going to go with 
uh, Atlanta in this spot. Yep, Atlanta six and a half over for me as well. You got Atlanta six and a half as well. I assume you're leaning over or nothing with the fever. Yeah, <laughs> there's there's no way I'm taking an under. We see that Atlanta put up 85 in each meeting relatively easily, put up 101 in the last meeting. Mm-hmm. And you're looking at what Indiana's doing defensively. They're still allowing 85-plus points in basically every game. So I'm going to go with the over. And – well, it should be. It looks like what am I looking at? I guess the sharps are on the under. Yeah, seventy percent of the bets coming in on the over. Ninety-one percent of the money on the under, though. But that's a little concerning. Ninety-one percent. That's a lot. We'll see. We'll see. However, let's move on to the next game: Connecticut Sun and the Seattle Storm. Sun at eight and three. Storm at five and four. Storm are laying two here. Opened up at minus one for the Sun. It's laying, they're laying two against the Storm. I think that's because Sue Bird is no longer on the injury report, so you can expect to see her in this game for the Seattle Storm. 156 and a half. Even with Sue Bird, do, does this Storm team deserve to be a favorite against the Sun? In my opinion, no. I think Connecticut is the second best team in the league. You can argue maybe even one A one B with Vegas. Yeah. But I'm going with Connecticut. I'm just looking at the recent games that they've had beat Vegas on the road. They beat Phoenix on the road. Can't say they look great in that spot, but it was the back to back. We mentioned the letdown angle there. The Mercury did cover, but Connecticut got the win. They've been a good road team and Seattle has been pretty good at home. We saw them get buried last time out. I'm aware Sue Bird didn't play, but they only scored 51 points. They scored 51 points in an entire game. And mm-hmm. I know both of us like the Wings. Uh, I believe you had them as your lock, plus the seven. Yeah. They were my dog at plus 250, and that was a nice cash. But overall, I'm going with Connecticut. They're the better team. And Seattle is a team that is near and dear to my heart because I won a lot of money off of them when they won the title. It's just not the same team that that was because, of course, Natasha Howard's now in New York. But mm-hmm. the, the Storm have a couple of solid players. I just think Connecticut has more depth. Mm-hmm. And I do think they have more, I just say, options offensively. That's going to be the story for me. I'll take Connecticut. Yeah, I'm not on the Storm Kool-Aid where I just don't think that they're a favorite. I mean, and it's crazy because they're good, but – they just don't put up the points like you've seen Storm Team in the past, maybe yeah. because they're a little bit older and they run a slower pace. They, this team is ninth in WNBA in pace, whereas the Connecticut Sun pushed the pace a little bit, fifth in the WNBA. But their scoring has dropped significantly. Last year, they scored 84.8 points per game. This And thus far in this season, they're scoring 76.8 points per game. That's 10th in WNBA. And so I do expect to see a little bit of a defensive struggle. Both of these defenses are very good in top five in the W for both of them. But this Connecticut team, we've seen them put up some serious points in a, in a few of these games already this season. And I think it's going to be tough for this storm to combat that a little bit. Um, I, I know what Sue Bird does coming back to that squad, but – if her conditioning isn't right as well, I don't know how effective she's even going to be. Yeah, give me the Sun plus the two. I'm wrong team favorite here. 
Yeah, I think Connecticut should be laying two, two and a half. Yeah, that's very. We're not going to think about that too much. We're just. I'm just going to take the store, the sun. Yeah, give me the sun. Wrong team favorite. So sun on this one. I think I said storm just a second ago. Yeah, this doesn't really seem like it's even that trappy. It just seems like the markets are overvaluing how valuable. Uh, Super is. And I mean, I know Brianna Stewart's been really, really good this season, yeah. but. She's kind of by herself, though, if you look at the starting lineup. Now, it, it's of, Brianna Stewart, Jewel Lloyd, and Sue Bird. That's I was going to say, Jewel Lloyd's averaging 17.8, so she's been great. Yes. Brianna Jewel, Stewart, Lloyd, Jewel Lloyd is the best person on that team, in my opinion. Yeah. Brianna Stewart's doing Brianna Stewart things. She's really just. She's averaging 21.6, 7.6 rebounds, three steals, 1.1 blocks. I think Brianna Stewart's the best player in the league. But. You're going through the rest of the of the people in the starting lineup. Subert's averaging roughly seven points per game. Gabby Williams is averaging roughly five points per game, and Mag Bagor is averaging about ten points per game. So when you have two players in your on your team who are combining for about twelve points, you're going to have a hard time offensively, mm-hmm. and that's been the story of the season. They're going to need Subert to pick it up. She's going to have to start averaging probably closer to thirteen points per game if they want the offense to fully ramp up, but that's not the case. We know Connecticut's defense is amazing, so Seattle should have a hard time offensively anyway. I'm going with Connecticut. Yeah, I'm with you. All right. So this next game, we don't have any lines out. I think it's because I'll talk about the injury report in a little bit in a second, but there are no lines out for this, but we're still going to talk about it, try to handicap it a little bit. We have the Los Angeles Sparks on the road to play the Phoenix Mercury. Sparks at five and six, Mercury at two and eight. For the Phoenix Mercury, they do have Tina Charles as questionable. That's probably why there isn't a line out for this game right now. So Maybe by the time you're you're listening to this podcast, there's a line out and you can kind of make your own decision on what we talk about, but we're just going to go ahead and just do our best, try to handicap the game for you. All right. With that information there, the Mercury had a really good game last time out, but another loss. Yep. What, what do they have to do? Are they going to break through this with the Sparks here? Well, they've lost seven in a row. So the panic level is pretty high with the team. Now, the Sparks, don't look now, have actually been pretty good recently. They've won three of four, beat Dallas at home, beat Minnesota on the road, uh, lost to Indiana on the road, which is a bit rough, but that was a close game, I guess. And they beat the Mercury on May 25th. Game was close. They won by five. So it's really a tough call because the Sparks have been winning a bunch of close games recently and the Mercury have been losing a bunch of close games recently. Mm -hmm. So I guess I like the Sparks because when push comes to shove in the fourth quarter, I'm going to guess the spread's going to be close to pick them. Probably minus two points one way or another. I think it's going to be close to pick them. If you're looking at a situation where one of these teams has been a lot better at late-game execution than the other team, mm-hmm. I'm going aside towards that team. So give me the sparks. Am I happy about it? No. Am I going to bet this? No. But I don't trust the Mercury late in games, and we've seen them get killed in the fourth quarter of some of these games. The Chicago game is a great example of it. You're looking at what happened in that matchup. You were winning going into the fourth, and you're up by eight and you get outscored 22 to 11 in the fourth quarter, and then you have a matchup against Connecticut the game after, which would be a very nice win to get you back on track, and 
you're winning at halftime and you get outscored by seven in the second half and you lose by four. So, so actually with that game, with they tweeted it out. The Sun tweeted out the end of that game. They said with 2.17 left to play, the Mercury had a 77.4% chance to win. Yeah. We went on to score nine of the last 10 points of the game. They can't close games. So I'm going to go with the Sparks. Now, I know that you don't like Derek Fisher, but if the Mercury are going to be in a dogfight, which I think this is going to be, and I have no faith in them to actually hold on to leads, then why would I take them with a very short point spread one way or another? And not to mention the fact Charles might not play. So I'm going with the Sparks. I think they'll find a way to get it done. It won't be easy, but give me the Sparks by five. I think that it, they are going to get some points here. They're probably more, they should be favored, maybe by a few, not a lot. But I'm just going to – I hate to continue betting Mercury, but I think this is the time. I think We're on the cusp, the but right they, they just keep falling short every yeah, time. Because they, they have to they put it, but they put together two pretty solid games. A really good game against the Sun, a really yeah. good game against the Sky. And they those two teams are on a completely different tier than where the Sparks are at and how the Sparks are up and down playing the game right now. And so if they continue to play like they played them and they correct those little things and focus in on that fourth quarter, then they may come out here with the win. So I think I'm going to lean Mercury right here, but my play that I like that the over. I don't, yeah, the over, I don't think there's any, there's, I don't think there's a number that they could give me that I'm not going to take the over. Yeah. So you look at these teams and we talk about how the fever are last in, in points per game. Well, the, Sparks are 11th, second to last, and 87.7 points per game. And the Mercury are 10th at 87.2 points per game. You mean points allowed, right? Yeah, yeah, allowed. Okay. Points allowed. So for um, points per game allowed by both teams. So defensively, they're really, really bad. Now, Los Angeles is the way better offensive team, and so which is why they'll probably be favored. You could see a lot of points being scored there. But these teams are really, really bad. And I don't trust either one of them to really play any defense. Yes, the Mercury are going to slow the game down a lot, and I think that's what they need to do if they want to win. They need to slow the game down, play in a half court, and get their looks, get some good looks, and play that style of game. Uh, but... I, I, I just think that they're going to score. I think they're going to score and score a lot. Tina Charles being in or out does affect this ever so slightly. But with the backcourt that the Phoenix Mercury have with Skylar Diggins, with uh, DeShields, with uh, Deanna Tarasi, who should really like try to turn these games around. She had an amazing game <laughs> last time out, and it's really crazy that they didn't get a win. But if they're really turning it on and they're all really scoring – and even though Tina didn't play in that last game either, they still put up 88 points. Yeah, give me the over. I love the over in this game. Yeah, I agree. Uh, in the previous meeting on the 25th, game landed 193. So oh, when you give me a total in the 170s or high 160s, it's going to be too low. I'm going to take the over. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. We are cranking these out. I love it. But before we get into the next two games, let's pause here and talk about Athletic Greens and their AG1 supplement. This stuff is one delicious scoop of AG1. You're supported. You're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and aptogens. 
This helps you start your day. It supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy recovery, aging, focus, everything. And guess what? It is less than $3 a day. That is amazing. That is cheaper than buying a beer every day, people. Don't use self-medication with your beer to help you with this stuff. Take some AG1 and it has over 7,000 five-star reviews. So Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash SGP. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash SGP. Take ownership over your health. Health is wealth. People trying to tell you health is wealth. All right, on to the next one. We have the... Washington Mystics on the road to play the Chicago Sky. The Sky are laying eight points here, 154 and a half on the total. It was announced that uh, Elena Del Don is not going to play in this game for rest, and so she will be out. The Mystics will be doing this one without her. And for the Chicago Sky, it looks like uh, Lee Yuru is out as well for personal reasons, so. She's only averaging two points per game, so it's not like it's that big of a deal. It's all good. Just, you know, some depth on that team. All right, let me see here. What I say? I said, oh, yeah, oh, the opening line for that total was 158.5. Now it's down to 154.5. I take that's probably because of the Deladon news. Deladon news. But interesting here that the line was minus nine when it opened, and now it's eight. So could be some a little bit of reverse line movement there, maybe. I don't know. All right, Scott, what are you doing here? So for this one, I am going to take the Sky at home. They had a nice road win against Atlanta in their last time out, but they have won four or five. They look pretty solid. And even though the Mystics have been a team that's managed to hang around without Deladon earlier in the season because she was on rest or she was having rest all the time. They did play earlier this season in a game that Deladon played in and Chicago won on the road in a commissioner's cup game by nine. So with their best player in the lineup and having home court advantage, this guy still covered scored 82 points shot 54% from the floor. So I do believe that the sky should be able to get enough contributions offensively in order to build up a big enough lead in order to cover. Mm-hmm. The Mystics offensively are fine when Della Don's on the court. When she's not, they leave a little bit to be desired, which makes sense because Della Don's the best offensive player. But I'm going to take Chicago. I see a 7.5 right now. I'm going to take it at home. Much better offense. And the Mystics had to learn how to play without Della Don earlier this season. Then she started playing a bunch of games, and now they might have to readjust to life without her. Mm-hmm. They might struggle as a result, but I don't trust Washington's offense, so give me Chicago. Yeah, I'm on Chicago as well. I think that they're just a tier above, and especially without Deladon on the road, it's going to be a little bit more difficult. I think that this is a game where Chicago's going to flex their muscles a little bit, and they had a close one out on the road against the Dream, but – They have a pretty solid home court as well, and I think that that advantage is going to come back to play for the Chicago Sky. I love what Kalia Copper is getting into her rhythm and getting back into her mode after playing overseas for a while 
and getting back and catching her WNBA legs under her and playing the game and the speed that they play the game. And so I think with the reemergence of Kalia Copper this season, like on the horizon and a Misaman coming in, which was such a good pickup. I just can't stress enough. Such a great pickup for a team that already won a championship the season prior. And, you know, Candace Parker looking like she's on the uh, Kobe farewell tour right now. This, 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 this is it. I think that this team is clicking and they're starting to, to reach that echelon where the sun and the aces are of one of the top teams in the league. So Give me the eight here. I'm going to go ahead with the sky. Yeah. All right. On to the next game. Final game of the slate, 6 p.m. on the East Coast. We have the Dallas Wings traveling to play the Las Vegas Aces, minus seven and a half for the Aces, 170 on the total. Okay. Here we go. We know that the Wings are road warriors. They have, they've been very, very good on the road, but the Aces are a different beast here. Can they get it done? The, the Aces have to lose again at some point. That's what they want you to think. <laughs> okay. All right. Yes. No. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have laughed that hard at that. That was funny. <laughs> because I'm just sitting here and I'm like, all right, the Aces are going to lose to somebody outside the sun at some point, right? Like, like somebody's going to catch them slipping and we're going to get a really good number on them at some point. But they're just so good. They're just so good and they do everything right. And now I'm stuck between the Aces just freaking covering all the time or the Dallas Wings where I just sat there and proclaimed them my road warriors and that, hey, I'm just going to back this team on the road right now because they just go out and show out in everybody's house, especially when it's against upper echelon competition. They go out there and they really, really try to hoop against a lot of other teams. And they're pretty, they're pretty middle of the road as far as the numbers go. And sixth in points per game and eight – was that? No. Yeah, sixth in points per game and sixth in opponents' points per game. So very middle of the road. They're a little bit of slower of a pace for a team and 10th in the WNBA in terms of pace where the Aces are going to try to go out and run the floor. They're second in terms of pace. So that's going to be a concern. If Dallas is going to be in this game, they're going to have to do basically what they did against the Storm and slow the game down to them, go out there, get their good looks, and put together a lot of string of runs. But – Unlike the Storm, the Aces are very capable of matching runs. And, like, you go on your run, we're going to go on our run, and I bet you our run is going to be a lot better than your run. I I think I'm going to take the wings here at seven. And I'm just going to see what happens. This is, you know, still early in the season and just want to see how true this wings team is is really against this really good competition on the road. But also, you know, can this Aces team just keep reloading, 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 and really – because they get out here and they kill teams. They either beat teams – they normally beat teams by at least 10 points. So, yeah, it's crazy. But we'll see what the Aces can do. They're coming off of a loss. So, for this one, the injury report's pretty important. Uh, Mabry is questionable for the wings as she's dealing with a bit of a nose issue. So she's averaging about 14 points per game. So that's going to be a big loss if she's not there. However, a quick trivia question for you. 
Do you know who's leading the aces in points per game? Um, see, uh, see, when you say that, you make me think it, it's, it can't be Asia because that's too easy. So I'm going to say it's Jackie. That is correct. It is Jackie Young, who is averaging about 19.2 points per game, and she's out. She's missing this game with a lower leg injury. So okay. both teams might be without one of their best leading scores. And as a result, I'm going to go with Dallas because I don't want to lay seven points. I even found a seven and a half. I don't want to lay seven and a half with a team missing its leading score. Mm-hmm. So even though I do love this Aces team, and even though you can still barely find them available at plus 200 to win the title, which I still like, by the way, they're the mm-hmm. best team in the league. But without their leading score, I don't want to lay seven and a half. So I'm going to lean to da- I'm going to lean to Dallas. If the Vegas wins, would I be shocked? No. If they win by 15, would I be shocked? No, because they're a great team. But if you're looking for spots, I would be in favor of fading the Aces without their leading score mm-hmm. and just hoping they come out a little bit discombobulated offensively. Mm-hmm. So you can take a shot there. Maybe Dallas first half if you think that Vegas gets off to a bit of a slow start without Jackie in the lineup. So I'm going to go with Dallas. Am I thrilled about it? No, but I'll take the seven and a half points. No, I like it. I like it. I'm I, I, I'm same as you. I didn't know that Jackie was – I missed that on my injury report. Yeah, I didn't know Jackie was playing. That just even more fuel to the fire for the seven and a half. But I think it's going to – I think it's going to be a good one. This is – again, they got the chance to play the Storm. They said, all right, we, we see we did pretty good against the Storm, but they're still not one of the top teams in the league. Here come this Wings team trying to flex their muscles and see, hey, how can we go against these top echelon teams? And now you're getting the number one team in the league. So we'll see what we can do on the road. I'm on the under actually in this game at 170 with Jackie out and a couple, you know, a couple of good scorers out in this one. And the Wings are a better defensive team and defense travels, and they're really going to need it to be with them in this game if they're even going to be in it close. So I'm on the under 170 in this one. I'm with you. I would lean to the over if, of course, everyone was healthy, mm-hmm. but they're not. I'm assuming Mabry's not going to play. It's a nose issue, so I don't know if she's going to need a mask. I don't know what the story is if she would suit up, but I'm assuming she's just not going to. Yeah. So if you're missing about 33 points per game combined between the two players who are most likely not going to play, that's going to kill the offensive flow for both teams. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with the under. All right. Well, that is it for this huge slate. Before we give out our lock and our dog, we're going to talk about IP Vanish and how they're the premier VPN that makes it easy to truly stay private and secure on the internet, help you safely browse by encrypting 100% of your data. That means private details, passwords, communications, location, browsing history, all that stuff can be hidden with IP Vanish. And you can use it on limited devices without sacrificing speed. Computers, tablets, phones, even your Fire Stick. And they have a 70% off on their yearly plan for our listeners with the 30-day money-back guarantee. And super easy to use. Not hard. If you're not technology savvy, it's okay. All you have to do is tap a button and you're protected. So go to IPVanish.com, says SGP, and use promo code SGP and claim your 70% off savings. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. All right, Scott, lock and dog time. What are you doing? So for this one, uh, the lock I found harder than the dog because there was one that I really just loved for the dog. Uh, But for my favorite here, I'm actually going to go with a first half play. 
It's going to be the sky. I'm going to take the minus three and a half in the first half. The Mystics, I respect for competing without Deladon, but offensively, I just don't think they're good enough. Chicago has a pretty solid home court, and you're looking at all the weapons they have, all the size that they have, and with Deladon being out, I really don't think Washington's going to fare too well on the glass. They still have Austin, they still have Clark, but... I really just think that Chicago has too many weapons. I think that they'll respond well to being in front of the home crowd for the first time in about six days. Give me Chicago first half minus three and a half. All right. And what's your dog? So my dog's going to be Connecticut because I don't know how it's not supposed to be Connecticut. (laughs) I don't think the storm should be favored here. And even though I do like the storm because of past caches with them in previous years, I feel like they're coasting on their reputation at this Mm. point. This team is clearly not the same team that it used to be. And Connecticut's a great basketball team. I'm going to take them on the money line at around plus 115 or so. That line just seems a little bit off. I think that Connecticut should be favored in this game by around one or two points. But if you're going to give me 115 with a top two team in the league, I'm going to take it. So give me Connecticut. In fact, I'm actually shopping around. I see plus 130 on the money line, which doesn't make any sense because it still has plus two and a half. But give me plus 130. All right. I like it. I like it. For myself, I'm – well, we already know auto bits in this game are going to be FIBA first half. And This, this was my runner-up, by the way, for the lock, but I decided to go elsewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Atlanta team total over. Those are like auto bets right now. But I'm going with Atlanta minus six and a half. Mm -hmm. That's my lock. I think that Atlanta is really good. And like we said earlier, they flex on on the bad teams. And Indiana has been notorious for giving games away late. And I think this is going to be a fun game. But I don't think it's going to be any question that Atlanta is going to come out and win this one. So give me Atlanta minus six and a half here for my dog. I will take – I don't have a line out for this dog yet, so I don't know exactly what the price is, but I know for a fact it's dog. I'm going to take the Wings first half because over the course of watching the Aces, I have seen the Aces tip sometimes get out to slow starts and really play with their food in the first half and then completely open up Hell's Gates in the second half and blow a team out by 20. Wait, for first half, you wanted money one, I'm yes. guessing? Let me yes. see what I could find. Yeah, first half money line. I, I see him at plus three and a half, so I know it's pretty a pretty sizable dog. And I'm I'm but I'm just gonna take the wings because I think the wings are gonna come out there with a sense of urgency. They're playing the number one team in the league and they're gonna want to get up one on them. They've been pretty decent in the first half as a team overall themselves. And this is a really cool spot, especially with Jack Young not in this lineup. So Give me the Wings first half money line. That is going to be my dog. I don't know a price on it right now, but I'm sure it'll be out by the time this podcast is released. Yeah, I'm looking for it. I can't say that I could find it either. I'm taking one last, uh, I don't know, Hail Mary look to see if I could find it on anything. Doesn't look likely though. So yeah, if I had to speculate, I'd say probably around plus one, what do you think, 40, 150? I mean, it's a plus 235 for the game. I was thinking more of like 160, 160. 160, okay. Yeah, so it's probably somewhere around there. But 
possibly could be even more because it's a money line. So it really could be at 190, to be honest. But I think it's I think it's gonna be too too much. It's a lot of value, and I think the wings can keep this close at least at half. Okay, so, so I f- I found something which is better than nothing, I guess. But one book has a three-way line. So a tie, you still lose. But the wings on the three-way line for the first half are plus 170. So yes. if you want to guesstimate, so, probably yeah, close to be, 160. Yeah, no. So if you, no, if you took the tie out, it would be higher odds for the dog. No, I'm saying it's 170 with the tie being taken out. Oh, with the tie. Oh, okay. okay. So if you, did not, if you kept the tie in, I'd say it was probably plus 160. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, give me that for the Dallas Wings. Whatever it is, it's going to be plus money. I'll take it. Okay. All right. About to get up out of here, Scott. You have anything else? Not really. Looking forward to a full day of basketball. And let's make some money. Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. He's at Rochelle Radio on Twitter. I'm at ReallyReal underscore underscore on Twitter. Make sure you subscribe to the WNBA Gambling Podcast. Leave us a review. Help us grow the show. Help us keep the lights on. Everything like that. And... Make sure you hop into the Slack channel, sg.pn slash Slack. Talk to us in WNBA channel, trying to grow the numbers there. And download that SGPN app, sg.pn slash app. You can catch all of our picks. You can get the podcast. You can see everything going on all over SGPN from NBA Gambling Podcast to the Fantasy Football Podcast to the NHL to the MLB, to the regular game podcast. You can find the entire network on that app, sg.pn slash app. Other than that, I have nothing else to say for this podcast, so I'm just going to end it like this. Free BG, we are out.